Hello, everyone, and welcome to It's That Episode. Before we get to the episode, a couple things. This is the first uh, It's That Episode in a long time. Um, if you're just listening for the first time, there are over 100 episodes in the backlog that you could listen to with some great guests where we watch uh, TV shows that the guest chooses, um, and we talk about them, <laughs> and it's a fun old time. Um, so do that. Uh, the reason that I'm dropping this drop-in uh, excuse me. <laughs> this episode now is that I have a live show coming up that I wanted to tell you about. Uh, if you're in the L.A. area on January 24th at 7:30, I am doing a huge screening at Dynasty Typewriter uh, called "The Girls Are Calling Woohoo" screening. It is a screening of this insanely dumb thing I've been doing on Instagram for the full for one full year from December 24th 2017 to December 24th 2018 I posted uh, an Instagram story where I sang the misheard lyrics of the Christmas song Sleigh Ride Um, I was saying the girls are calling the girls are calling woohoo for one full year 15 second clips Every day, one 50-second clip every day. The final project, I think, is like 90 minutes long. We're going to be doing a screening with an intro from good friend uh, of both me and the podcast, Henry Zabrowski. He'll be doing the intro. Uh, You know him from Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell and last podcast on the left. And my guest on this episode of the podcast, Starly Kine, who you know from Mystery Show. She's a writer on Search Party and you know her from This American Life. She will be moderating a Q&A after the show, it's 7.30, January 24th at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles, California, or, or Hollyweird, California. And you can get tickets and info at DynastyTypewriter.com. That's DynastyTypewriter.com. Uh, go to my Instagram uh, at Craig Rowan or my Twitter, and there should be other information there. And um, a couple other notes on this podcast. One. This was recorded a while ago. This was recorded over the summer. Um, why I didn't drop it until now? It, be, well, I'm promoting this show, but also, I, you know, things happen. So when we say that it's like 90 degrees, that's why, because it was in the dead of summer. So um, thanks for uh, listening uh, to this episode, and um, here we go. Let's cue the intro song. <laughs> it's that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. We are in my apartment today. Today, my guest is the esteemed, my esteemed colleague. Um, You can hear a collar in the background. That's my dog scratching his neck. Uh, Starly Kine, who you might know from her amazing podcast, Mystery Show, or as a writer for the, um, the great tv show that i am biased about because i also work on called search party welcome starly hi how are you Hot. i mean i don't know why i'm saying yeah. how are you we just had like a 25 yeah. minute conversation yeah. before you got on the mic um but um fake how are you uh fake how like oh, like on mic how are you so if it's gonna be a fake then i'm just so cool you're Not so cool at all then. it's about 90 degrees yeah um you just came in i think the ac is working pretty well it's great um, so it's not my fault that you're hot. No, no, no. Um, 
But the show that we're watching today is also a hot show. Why don't you describe what show we're watching today and why? Okay, we're watching season one of Survivor. Um, now, this show for me has um, a weird connotation. I think it came out around the same time, like within a year of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when that uh-huh. came to the States. And it's like, I think when TV shows started being about um, like a million dollars became like, like it was like such a big amount of money. And I think that this was like changed reality television as did Who Wants to Be a Millionaire changed like game shows. Maybe. Do you I, think that? I, I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was a to me it seems like it came earlier than who wants to be a millionaire but every time it I, came a year after every time it came a year after so every time i think that i always lose those bets <laughs> there are 37 seasons of survivor that right is now f- like insane. i was when i was 13 they said st- the new season is season 37 that doesn't even make sense so that means if this started in 2000 that was 18 years yeah. ago so that means two seasons a year yes like i don't like i either is there any other show that is not like the there, Tonight Show that has that many seasons. I think there are a surprising amount of. Um, my wife what? is entering the door. She said she'd be very quiet. It's not being that quiet. Um, she has Shopping a bag bags. from um, Armani Wells, which <laughs> is um, the store owned by Claudia Wells from Back to the Future One. Really? Yes. What do you she, mean? She owns How do you a. Have, oh, I thought you meant from the movie. She. No, she owns a store downtown called Armani Wells. Hi, Meryl. She's walking in. She's handing me a bag Ooh. that says distinctive we're men's do a, clothing. We're, we're do doing a, un- a, unwrapping. I, I was going to text you, don't spend money. <laughs> you know, I can't handle that Okay. Your listeners get an unwrapping. We're getting an Unbox- unboxing. An unboxing. So why don't you, because I'm... This is exciting. I'm the unboxer, so why don't you uh, help narrate what's happening? Okay, wait, but can you explain, is this a fictional store? So this or is a, a real store. So Claudia Wells played Jennifer in Back to the Future 1. She was replaced in 2 and 3, but really only in by 2. By No, no by uh, Elizabeth Shue. Shue. Yeah. Uh, so Claudia Wells owns a store downtown called Armani Wells, which is her distinctive men's clothiers store, as we can see by the bag. Oh. And then on one side of the bag, it says Armani Wells. On the other side, it says Got Style. Is Armani a joke? Is I it think it's be- – I would venture to say she – it's half a joke, half to make people think it ha- it's high end. Okay. Let's see. I'm excited. This is so fun. All right. So I'm unboxing. Yeah. Whoa. That's it? This says to Craig, how about a ride, mister? Love Claudia Wells. Uh, and then quotes Jennifer Parker. Of course, that's a line from Back to the Future 1. And it's her. It's sort of a, a, an odd picture to choose because this is from the end of Back to the Future 1 with Doc Brown. Uh, dressed in his gear from Back to the Future Two, mm-hmm. so she's well, sort Jennifer's of Jennifer's not in that many scenes in Back to the Future, so it's not that. But many but the line "How about a ride, Mister?" is from the beginning of the yeah. film. I feel like maybe there wasn't a good two shot of her yeah. and uh, Marty, but that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Meryl. That is yeah. Is that and then is there's there a oh. save the clock tower. This is pretty great. Uh, uh, picture and then on the back it says to Craig I love you five 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 four eight two three love Claudia Wells Jennifer Parker so this of course is amazing yes then the thing that Meryl probably spent a lot of money on <laughs> let's see what it is oh my god this is great 
Oh my god, this is amazing. Let's see if it's the right size. It says, it says oh, how about a ride, mister? That explains the note on the picture now. This is amazing. This is a t-shirt. It's a, a cartoon of her on top of the DeLorean looking mm-hmm. pretty sexy. Yeah. And, it's, and it's, uh, it says how about a ride, mister? October 21st, 2015. Really sexy. Do you think this shot was in the film? I don't know. I mean... Now I'm going to look at the receipt. <laughs> now I'm going to look at the, rec- the receipt. Guess how much you think that this whole thing would cost. Did she just charge you for the shirt or for everything? This is for two autographs and the shirt. Oh, you paid for the top the clock, save the clock tower. I can't thing? believe you paid okay. for two autographs. Okay, so altogether, I'm going to go with sixty. You're low. I'm low. Should I do with tax or without tax? Mm, without tax. Okay, you're just shy. Just shy. Seventy, seventy-five or seventy. Seventy dollars. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That is so. How much did that say? Stop. Save the clock. Tower? That's probably twenty each because it says it says two autographs forty shirt thirty. I mean, this shirt will be with me forever. So we're we're all good. I don't need to get you the autograph. This is great. Shirt. Thank you. All right. So that was a great detour. Yeah. You don't like it when people comment on your shirts. So that's a little bit. Of I'm a, trying to open up myself okay. up to. Um, I don't like when people comment on my shirts. It's true. But you do like wearing these. You love this shirt. That's a shirt. This will be definitely be probably a sleep shirt forever. Uh And then once in a while in the morning, if I'm lazy and don't get dressed, this will be seen outside. Why not seen outside all the time? Um, I think it will be. Mm -hmm. I think it might be. Okay. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. What do you feel? But if you wear it like in an, if you sleep in it, wear it, wear it on Instagram, and then people comment, are you comfortable with that? Wait, if I sleep on it, if you sleep in it and then do an Instagram or something, and you're wearing it in the Instagram, uh-huh. and people send you a DM comment, are you comfortable with that? That saying like nice shirt. Yeah. See, I'm like I don't mind when people say nice shirt. Yeah. I I don't like when people ask me about a shirt uh-huh. or the. It's a little bit de- like if someone if I'm wearing a shirt, I have one red shirt that has a Canadian goose on it. Mm-hmm. People will be like, "Oh, Canadian goose," and I'm like, "Yeah, like okay, you know." Yeah, that's sort of annoying. Right. But if they said to me like, "Oh, that's a great shirt," or even if they say, or if they recognized and said, "You someone went to Armani Wells," I'd be like, "Oh, that's great." It's important that I know the rules. It's a yeah, I have very, yeah. I have very specific rules. Um, so back to Survivor. Yeah. Um, we were talking about uh, first of all, we were talking about who wants to be a millionaire. You were saying you're ba- you're bad at bets um, based I'm on bad years. Into being like the, I, I can use sometimes you get the year. I'm always bad when I'm like I think that one came out before, and then it turns out it didn't. Uh, it, uh, I, I guess. It's interesting that you equate Survivor with the money because, to me, it is the million dollar prize is. It's such an afterthought. Well, it's because of what came later. Because now everything about reality TV is about the fame that comes with it. Right. And what I find interesting about Survivor season one is, even though I'm sure that they were really wanted the money because it was such a novelty to win that much money from this thing. the DNA of Survivor is set from the very first season. Like, everything that we come to know about Survivor happens here. So explain that for a novice. I've yeah, seen yeah. some episodes of Survivor, but yeah. I don't think I've ever watched a full season. 
um, when you say the DNA and setting the tone, what like what's an example that we may see? Well, the most important thing is the idea of alliances start in season one. Now, do you Which think? I think it's amazing. I don't know um, anything. Yeah. About anything. Yeah. But do you think? Um, Having you said you uh, off uh, before this, you said you had watched this season fairly recently. Rewatched it. Rewatched it. Do you think that not that it it does sort of matter? Do you think the alliances were a natural progression by the stars and competitors of the show, or that they were sort of influenced by producers and stuff? Natural progression of the people on the show. They seem like a totally organic evolution. Wow. They seem like human nature itself. That's what I find so interesting about so it. So do you, and uh, have you watched a more recent uh, episode or season of this show? Um, yeah, I mean, I, well, I mean, definitely back in the day, I watched several seasons mm-hmm. after. Um, and I, what I've heard about Survivor is that it's still the good one. Like I know, the people, Survivor in general is still the good reality. Still show. the good reality show, and that people still get invested in Survivor. I stopped becoming interested when everyone became super sporty and hot, right? Because they were just because you'll see the cast in this one is so interesting, like ha, the, like the range of people. Because they're also maybe not as TV ready as reality stars are now. Yeah, not at all. I mean, there's one. Uh, there's, that girl right there in that, that, that you see in the picture in the episode we're going to watch, she's so adorable, but she's adorable in like, like, uh, um, kind of like an art kid way uh-huh. or like she's naturally adorable, but it's like, cause she just like, uh, she's just, uh, she's just naturally really cute, but it's not because she's been styled that way. Yeah. And you could tell even like what her style, it's just different. And everyone else, there's just not a bunch of athletes and hot people. Yeah, I feel like this is a totally different show, but yeah. I don't watch The Bachelorette. Yeah. But I saw an episode recently, um, and I know it's a totally different show, but when everyone is super good looking and athletic, it does take away the general fun of something like or like like i mean yeah. but in the bachelorette it makes sense because it's it's bachelor it's the bachelorette well the bachelor you have the, the women or the, or the men i'm talking about the men oh yeah they're yeah, like all yeah. super like tv ready like they're they're like yeah, and they're just boring people boring. they go to the gym all the time yes like exactly. they're 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 attractive because they've done all the things that you do in order to get to look a certain way and then you're just like that makes you have a growing personality and so they're definitely not I don't think they're TV ready. She just happens to be TV ready. She is the one who, after this, um, what's his name? Paul Schneider. Who's the guy from Saturday Night Live? He made that. Paul Schaefer? Not Paul Paul Schaefer. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider made, like, an animal movie. The Animal. (laughs) Is that what it is? I think so. I think she's the girlfriend in that. What? Like, he casts her as a girlfriend. Wow. She can't act at all, and it's not her fault. And. And her whole thing on this is like she does. She barely wants to be on Survivor. So like. Side uh, note: If yeah. you haven't, um, this is to everybody. Um, Rob Schneider does have a Netflix original show, and it's um, it's just worth checking out. That's a side note. Yeah. Um, so we're watching. Um, we, you picked a specific episode. Before we get to why, yeah. it's called the, "Thy Name Is Duplicity." Yeah. This is from. Wow, this is actually from – I don't want to timestamp this because I don't know when this will air, but it, it's from July 19th, 2000. Oh, wow. That's so almost almost exactly 18 years ago, and yeah. if this uh, doesn't air for a couple months, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but um, what were you – were you watching this lot? Were you watching this season as it happened back then, and how were you introduced to the show, and what was your reaction then? I was watching when it came out. I had – 
an office job, like my first like office-y kind of job. And I remember being real, I was really invested in Survivor because uh, I was working for a magazine and I was really invested in Survivor because ev- all the like um, alliances and like backstabbing that was happening on the show was happening in the, it reminded me so much of office politics. Whoa. And I was like, and so like from the very beginning, I was like, I, I, I couldn't believe it seemed so uh, innovative and different, and um, I was very invested in the drama. And then I um, had to like um, write about it a few years ago, so I rewatched the entire season, and I was a hundred percent as invested. Like it was not like it was not just that it was a novel thing. Like I still I haven't. I actually wish I had watched like watched recent Survivor to know if like every season to be able to compare my feeling of the right. drama just to be like. But I, I do actually think it is a perfect season of a show, and the drama is um, incredible. And because it's so, and because it's the first one, and there's and it being pre nine eleven makes it seem really innocent. Like everything about it, it's the internet was obviously around, but it was like a different time. It it has like a pureness to it um, that is so interesting to watch because they're not doing things, they're not anticipating. They're not doing things just because they know how it's going to play to us. Right. But, like I said, there's so much stuff that managed to stay intact through the entire 37 season run that was started right in the beginning. Um, I have to ask, because you specifically mentioned the office stuff yeah. parallel to yeah. this. What's an example of what, um, what was happening like the in the office? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, there was like... Um, <laughs> There, so there was a uh, this insane the editor in chief woman was so crazy and on drugs and she literally on drugs yeah on like pills mm. she reminded me of um, what's her name's character in best of Sh- best in show oh the um, the woman the blonde the blonde like, the really funny what's yeah. her name Je- Jennifer I can't think anyway, Jennifer so, Hudson yeah yeah no. she reminded me of her. In general, like a Jennifer Hudson character. And, it's not Jennifer uh, Hudson, by the way. It's not Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> what is that woman's name? I don't know. I thought she could maybe be Jennifer Hudson, too. <laughs> She's Jennifer Hudson, too. I know who Jennifer Hudson, Hudson is, but I thought there was also maybe, like, they'd let, they sn- let another one they sneak in. They let her in. in. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever that woman. Anyway, so the blonde woman. So there was an editor-in-chief, and she was sleeping with, the like, the the photo editor, and... Um, there was like these pictures that went missing that they were trying to frame someone else for like, <gasps> like, um, they faked the stole- stealing yeah. of pictures to frame someone. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. And the mag, it was just a total disaster. And, and were you, were you as a, cause you said it was one of your first office jobs. Were you just witnessing all the drama around you yeah. and able to sort of in some way in- enjoy it? Or were you like scared for your own, uh, part of the drama i was able to enjoy it it was an open air plan too so you were able to like just watch everything and we ended up me and my friend um robin who worked for who was she was like an assistant photo editor robin thick no, yeah there's two robin thicks too <laughs> uh she we actually ended up going to we heard about a psychic 
um, who specialized in office politics, and we went to the psychic and tried to find the missing photos. <sighs> and then we drew a plant. We drew the office layout out, like all the people's desks, and then the psychic was like, these two, lots of whispering, lots of whispering, and like broke down the office politics. Whoa. Yeah. Was it at fairly accurate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was amazing. But um, And then that magazine was such a disaster that it ended up folding the day the first issue came out. And that's the Oprah magazine. Yeah, then it was Oprah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds was- um, amazing. So you were watching this show. You were having high politics drama yeah. in your daily life. And then you'd go home and you'd be like, "This, I'm seeing myself reflected. Yeah, and I was watching with other people who also were working in offices. Oh, my God, And that's so we awesome. were also – we had like a viewing thing. We'd wa- And it was really fun because everyone was – it just like – it was very innocent. <laughs> it was such like, I an do innocent feel time. like this – I mean – Obviously, this still exists in some versions today, and this is going to be like an old man thing to say. But this was like – I feel like this is the perfect example of like water cooler television where when it was on, even if you weren't talking about it, it was like in the air and everybody knew about it. Like uh, it just – it was a phenomenon. And I think that's why I related to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was like – when it was on, it was like the thing. And it was so new and so fresh that you couldn't really avoid it. And it was just different. I mean, I do miss that about TV. I mean, I miss that about TV like even like two years ago. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. miss there not being so much stuff on that you actually all watch the same thing. I love, I still really like watching TV when it's, if it's, if it's, if it's available to not be binged, I like being able to watch a show yes. when it's still on to watch it every week. And I just, I just, there's something, that's why when you talk about the money thing, now I feel like I think there should be the money should be the stakes. And now when you watch these shows, they're no longer in it. You don't expect The Bachelor to actually end up getting married. No, it's a it's a jump off point for their yeah. branding or their yeah. career or their sponsorship yeah. deals and all that shit. Yeah. And you're just like, this is so boring. Even one of my new recent favorite shows, which I've talked about, is Terrace House, which yeah. is a Japanese reality show that's basically just um, real world, but very much more respectful and the drama is more on the subtle and quiet, but they, you, if you follow them on Instagram, they are, it's like jump off modeling careers, jumping off sponsorships, even though on the show they seem very, it seems slightly pure. And then you'll even see it's a fairly unique show that they watch the show while they're in the house. Oh my god! Isn't that's that amazing? Amazing! I love that so much. And they yeah. can, and they they have their phones and stuff. So they also like, if they're like, if someone is bad on the show and people hate them, you die, anyone? <laughs> that's one of the characters. Like they will know that, and they will like. Sometimes you'll be like, oh, they're definitely responding to how, like in real time, to how people. Are they allowed fun. to watch it? Or are they sneaky? They know they watch it. Like, like you'll see them at a computer, and they'll be like watching. One of the guys got like rejected on a date and then like two weeks later you see him watching that episode and you're like jesus i mean that makes it so interesting yeah i just i mean it's kind of interesting that they but i think that's like a hyper version of what it is now anyway it's just like very controlled or or everybody controlling their own um how they're seen yeah and they're what i like and like when it was still about the money like you see 
I mean, I don't. I think it evolved to not only about the, be about the money, even in the course of this first episode, because I mean, well, should I, I can tell you my lost theory now or later. Ooh, why don't you save lost oh, for after? Late. So, like, but you can see it evolve. Like, but I do think it's. Very, I do think it's very important that in the beginning they the stakes of it being life is actually changing, because, right. Whether you win or not, changes how you changes how the early because you're you're saying because they are literally thinking one million dollars will change my life. One million dollars would change your life. And and there's something about being the actual winner that means something. Even if it's, it's about the money, but it's about winning. Now when you watch reality TV, the losers also can become famous. Because they, be the, they could have their own spinoff yeah. show or whatever. Yeah. Yes. And in The Bachelorette, if you lose, you're the one who gets chosen to be The Bachelorette. Right, so sometimes right. you're actually trying to be... You're, what you're playing to is actually just being sympathetic to the audience. Right. They be, vote you the bachelorette. This one, it feels like everything is at stake in this one season, and, and that's what they're playing for. Well, you're getting me excited to watch it. So why did you pick – we're watching season one of Survivor, episode eight, yeah. Thy Name is Duplicity, which is an incredible title for a reality mm-hmm. sh- uh, show episode. And should I read the um, – uh, synopsis well it's uh, it's it's cut off but it's a subs- suspicions of conspiracy mount in the newly formed tribe of Ratana mm-hmm. which consists of the remaining members of Tagi mm-hmm. and dot 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 yeah. um, why this one okay the reason I chose this one is because when I was I, I there's something that happens in it that to me when I saw it was really amazing um it because like um, so in this episode, uh, you get to see. I feel like it's the best. Uh, it illustrates best both um, the allure of being on the island, <laughs> like the mm-hmm. people that they are on the island, why that is such an alluring thing, and then it's contrasted with. You also get a glimpse of the people they were before they came to the island, Ooh. which I'd like never seen before. And I don't even know if they keep doing There's something that happens that I don't know if they've ever done. They do afterwards. Um, and it's really lo-fi how it's done. But I feel like I, when I saw it, I was like, you get everything. Like in my head, I'm just picturing that it's like they show um, someone from the islands like um, like footage of them committing a crime or something. <laughs> like that, that They just play a VHS tape of one of them doing something bad in their former life. Um, obviously. You're not that far off. Whoa. Okay. I'm very excited <laughs> to watch it. All right. So we're going to watch um, season one, episode eight of Survivor. Uh, it's on Hulu if, if people want to watch. Do you need any context for anyone before? I mean, um, they're going to show you be, like last week on. And, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. we'll be we'll be fine. Yeah. Let's check it out. Okay. So I, thought, I have enough friends. I didn't come here to make friends. And, you know, da, da, da. And the truth is I like these people. Alliances are fair game. See, my thing is, we should always have the upper hand. We right should have voted we Rudy. Have the upper hand. We, we should we should have voted for Rudy at first, and then vote next vote. Vote your conscience. Always keep the upper hand though, because if they try something, you can stop it. As far as uh, there being a counter strategy from the other side, yeah, there is some fear about that because we haven't got enough of them voted off yet. We have the upper hand right now. Easy. We have four people that we could come together, have a vote, and get the next person off. All right, we're back. We did it. Um, flew by. They did fly, fly by for a forty-four minute because of commercials. I mean, which we didn't watch. Um, episode of television. It definitely did fly by, mm-hmm. and it was a um, like reminder of how simple a simple thing can be really enjoyable and interesting. Yeah. 
because like they literally just show Richard. Uh, we, I, I guess I never fully. We never explained what's if for anyone who has never seen Survivor. Yeah. Basically, the 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 thing behind the show is there. What? How many people? Uh, probably my guess. If this was episode nine, like sixteen people. Probably yeah. Put on an island. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to forage for themselves more or less. They get some foodstuffs. And then each episode, there they're are competing two... competing for a million dollars. They're competing for a million dollars. And each episode, there are two challenges. One is a rewards challenge where yeah. they get something that is nice. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is... And these are usually physical challenges and or uh, mind gamey mm-hmm. type or like trivia, mm-hmm. not trivia, but something. Yeah. And then uh, the immunity challenge where if one person wins that, whoever wins that can't get voted off. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode, they vote off one member of the tribe. Yeah, and probably towards the end of the season, they probably stop having immunity challenges. Right. And this is basically, I didn't do any research. I yeah. did minimal amount. Yeah. But I would assume if this isn't the first, this is more or less the prototypical like th- that's yeah. this is basically the reality TV show competition TV show format, yes. and this is more or less the one of the originators. But yeah, the, I think this and Big Brother probably started the same. Mm, the, well, that was in yeah. England, so I feel like maybe that was beforehand. But, but when uh, it was brought here, did it come out at the same? Was it around the same time? I think after? Big Brother was a little bit later. So it was Real World and then this, right? But that Real World a wasn't a competition, yes. but it was real reality. I think this, yeah. I mean, this seems like to be the format. The money for the money shows. This is like the format, and I feel like Survivor has stayed not the way, not the contestants have not stayed the same. But I feel like the format has. The stayed format the same is ba- basically for the same. Seasons. Though we were talking about, and I haven't watched uh, Real World recently, but to me the most interesting part was like the guy Richard who. Spoiler alert! Wins this season, and everyone knows is the guy who sometimes walks around naked. Um, spear fishes and catches fish, and they actually. Beyond getting some food, that like they have to create food for themselves, which is more interesting than any of the challenges. Yeah, and so like the reason I mean I don't even know this was I don't, I don't even know if this is the most interesting episode of the season because you didn't even get you didn't get to see Richard fully be his like Machiavellian self. But why I liked this episode when I saw it was like cause so what happens is. Richard ultimately he has power over everybody on the island, and he's totally the most he's totally the most powerful person. Well, well be, one of the reasons being that he is the only one who can really hunt slash fish. Yeah, but it's because of the alliance. Like he's always one step he's one step ahead of them at all times. From the, including uh, a step ahead of the alliance people. Yeah, I mean Richard wins. Right, and so like when I when you watch it originally. Richard from the very first episode says, I'm going to win. And then he, and then every single thing he says hap- is going to happen happens. And so he really does mastermind his victory in this way that is incredibly satisfying and crazy to watch. When he actually pulls it off at the end and you're just like, he did it. And what I find so interesting is that in real life, Richard is like, he ends up after winning the million dollars, I think he like, uh, he he goes. I think he even maybe went to prison. Or he yeah, he went to prison. Credit, he, like tax fraud. He right? basically didn't. Uh, from what I read, he didn't declare the money that he won, which yeah. is a million dollars. Yeah. And uh, even he won it on national television. Even though he won on yeah. national television, and he was sent, sentenced to. I don't know if he uh, lived. He was sentenced to like fifty-one months in jail. Yeah. But at very least, he was under house arrest for some of that. Yeah, and he doesn't end up like he ends up. I think going bankrupt, and he's like. I think he's a 
car salesman or something in real. He's mm. he's nobody in real life. Like he, but, but on the island he rules. On the island he rules, and I feel like it's the entire premise of the show. And right. the other, so the other show that I considered uh, watching with you on for this was Lost. Right. And this episode Walkabout, where it's, if you, where John Locke in real life is like. Um, he's in a wheelchair and he's like, I, and right. he's like, was that in season no, one or yeah, is that, season yes, one, it's the one where it. you're like, it's a really, it's the one where you realize I think there's a supernatural element on the Island cause he's walking on the Island and at the very end of the episode, they really, they, re- they reveal he's in a wheelchair right. in, uh, in real life. And you realize that the people on lost, like they can only, they're heroes on the Island in a way that they can't be in real life. So like leaving the Island as much as they want to get off, it means that you have to leave behind the person that you become on the Island. And I feel like when I watch survivor season one and then you you see that when there's a part in this episode where they their so the reward is a video uh, from everyone's family, right? Right. They, probes. They, they, I was correct that yeah. it's a TV it, with a VHS, exactly. TV which... the VHS <laughs> that he takes out of a crate. Yes, he unpacks yes. like he's like delivering fruit to the island, and it's a TV with a VHS. I don't know how they plug it in, and it's messages from everyone's families back home to them. Right, and you just see these like. Like normal little lives, yeah. And um, they played up they, the whole goal is to like make it emotional so that Jenna misses her family because she doesn't end up getting a tape. But I feel like because it's before the internet, really, and it's before everyone had like social media, you just see these really lo-fi yes, little it's messages. Very, and it feels very dated, like the way the way they're talking to the camera and yeah. everything. And no, they're not they're not nat- they're not used to talking to the camera at all. They definitely don't look wooden. TV ready yeah. at all. And then you get a glimpse like how everyone's like who these people are back home, and yeah. I'm just like, it just. If you watch the entire season and you see that this like king <laughs> running running things contrasted with like this actual like these So here's my yeah. question to you is Richard Hatch is king yeah. shit Machiavellian yeah. on the island He's John Locke, and that was your theory: is that Lost is the same as yeah. Survivor? He's John Locke, and he's r- even more so Ben, the other, like the rival. There's like John Locke. They're like there's like a. a vague I guess he's John Locke. He's John Locke. Yeah. You need to get this theory down. Well, I used to have it really. I even watched Lost in a while. But, um, <laughs> my main theory is is that you like go to Survivor and you get to become the person you don't get to be back home, and you only get to have that power on the island. So what, yeah, that's my question: is why do you think Richard Hatch? He has the ability. He has the tactics. He has the charisma to play everyone on the island. Why can't he? Not saying he's not a success in realms in his life, but if he is caught for tax evasion, if he is a car salesman, again, that's not a being a failure, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not the, the quote-unquote success. What's the difference? Why, why does the island – why is he able to succeed on the island? Well, he's not charismatic. They don't like him on the island. So the whole thing – what happens is he – I'd say he's charismatic in a way. He has a whole. He's able. He's able to manip- manipulate. Because he's ahead of them. Like, but they're frustrated. I mean, he's really smart with the fishing thing. The fact that he like he's not content to just. He's not like just banking on the alliance. He's saying, "I'm also going to catch right, fish. Right. I'm going to do all the tactics." He from the very beginning doesn't. He so the the whole thing on reality TV shows is I'm not here to make friends. But they say which on they this episode, literally say on this episode, which is like the Colleen. Very, no, uh, no uh, Kelly says it. Kelly's no. is there someone named Kelly? Kelly? Yeah, Kelly's part of the alliance. Oh right, right. She's the She's one, the one the with the accent. One of them has like a sort of like um, Canadian. I can't. I don't. Can't. She's wearing the bandana. She looks like she goes. They were all wearing bandanas. No, no, no. <laughs> she looks like she's wearing it in her real life. When you see her boyfriend on the TV, he's also wearing like a bandana. They look like fish heads. 
Oh, 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 that guy. Yes. Yeah. That, I, thought I that, feel like Colleen looks like she sounds like she has some sort of accent. No, I thought the woman who um, who was laughing at her dogs. Sue. The she has driver. a real. She has. An she's accent. Texan or Southern. No, she's a like Canadian. Think so. She sounds like no, no. She's not actually Texan. She sounds to me um like Fargo. Yeah, Fargo, Minnesota. which is Canadian, like Minnesota, yeah. Canada. Yeah. yeah, and she's a truck driver. Right, that makes sense. Um, but she, Kelly's the other one who didn't see much in this episode. She's the fourth one in the alliance. When they show the next episode, there's like there's like a crack in the right. alliance when they see, you see them fighting. Um, but so they, but Richard from the very beginning decides he's not there to make friends. So the very, so I think that is a big strategy he has. But why can't in uh, I know you don't know the answer? But why can't in real life he not make friends and get ahead in business and be king shit? Because I don't think because I think life lasts longer than uh, thirty days or however long. Like I think he, it's like it's a fine because you can see the end game when you get on the island. You know, I have thirty days to do enact a plan. Well, I think you also get a reset. Like, that's what I think is amazing. Like, he goes there and decides. They, they don't know anyone's context for anything. So you're completely, uh, like, statusless when you get there, right? Although, right. I f- although, yeah. Wait, although what? I felt like they weren't making, they, there was, I feel like they were, that weird race stuff was. Different. Oh, that was really weird. Yeah. So, so like, Jer- was, Jervis, is that Jervis, his name? Yeah. Ricky Jervis. Yeah. Um, is uh, the only black guy on yeah. the island, at least in this episode. Yeah. I don't know if in other ones. And they, it's a mix between the people on the island in the episode and the producers who who find who edit it. Yeah, yeah. They basically talk about him being the only lazy guy on it, yeah. and in, in the um, bus dri- uh, truck driver uh, says that he's not pulling his weight, and says, "I'm going to whip that boy into shape." Or um, did she say whip? She that doesn't b- say whip. But she, does, <laughs> she calls him boy. She does say boy. She does and say boy. It, it's it's not okay. It's and not. They, yeah, it's and they, not good. There's like an entire extended montage of them calling him lazy, and and for like comic relief. Yeah. Oh yeah. When like, like the music is like. Yeah. Um. It's it's a bummer. Yes. <laughs> so they obviously brought. So I was, it's not totally contextless. I feel like what people like to buy. His people bring right to, but I feel like in gen- with Richard, um, he, I don't know. I feel like he gets a reset on life, and he Has just decides the- that he gets to. I mean, maybe he in real life he tries to manipulate people all the time, and people don't like that as a trait. Wouldn't there be a good? Has this ever happened? You might not know the answer to this. I obviously don't. To to go onto one of these shows and just com- create a completely false character. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. like. The extreme version of it would be like create a sob story. Mm-hmm. Like if you went on the show and you're like, um, my family lost everything in the hurricane. I need this money. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be a, a pretty smart tactic? I mean, it would be, you'd be an evil person. I wonder if that's been done. It's, I just can't believe on 37 seasons that hasn't been done in some way. There, ha- I mean, there has to be some version of that. But like the sob stories aren't what get you ahead. That's the thing. Is like this one, it didn't matter. Like their story, the alliance is what matters. Um, and the alliance is set from like the third episode on or something in this season. Well, and then like what happens in later seasons is that it's alliances versus alliance. Like I know in the second season, everyone like it, the it became an alliance based game from this from from the very be- from from now on. So then it's like the alliances having to switch and like tr- have to trick other people into thinking you're in one alliance when you're actually in this alliance. Oh God, how would you do in one of these shows? I don't think I would do well because I think I would be more like Colleen and like I would just be like Colleen uh, was the one who said she wouldn't uh, do anything. She she's just 
gonna sort of let the chips fall as they may sort well, of. Well, she. Well, what happens is later when Col- Colleen actually. Colleen is the woman who ends up in the animal in the with animal, Rob yeah. Schneider. That's her fate. Supposedly, her I, fate is no. It's definitely, definitely. If it's not called the animal, it's definitely a Rob. I think Schneider there's a Rob Schneider movie, and oh, she's okay. the girlfriend. And, okay. um, but. Uh, I can't believe you're doubting that. I, I it was such a weird turn of events. No, I believe it. It's just like I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's that. Um, another <laughs> more innocent time, but she ends up because she's so she, in later in the season, they think she's weak, so they let her stay around for longer, and then Colleen gets mad and actually plays really fierce. Ah. Like Colleen actually does get strategic, but it's not against people she likes by that point. Now I looked up on the internet. Yeah. Uh, this show and they said that Richard Hatch was by TV God or something voted one of the like top 50 villains in right. television history. When I watched this, I didn't think of him as villainous. Does it, does that come through later in the season or something? Or is it just because he is a but winner I, slash um, sort of cutthroat? Well, that's what I mean. That's why I think he's not charism- charismatic. Like I think he, I mean, he's he's completely cutthroat. And I think in what happens later on, he turns against his own alliance. Like he does whatever. I mean, that was going to happen no matter what, right. because that's what it comes that's down sh- to. Right. But um, I have always been totally impressed by Richard <laughs> setting out what he's going to do and actually winning. I remember the feeling of him winning and being like, like just total disbelief to watch a plan be played out and work. In and, the final, okay, and not totally wanting him to win, but being impressed by it in that moment. In in the final episode, if you remember, yeah, when it comes down to two people, who, how do they win? Wait, did they bring back the old people and they vote on the winner? Yeah, and so yeah, so what happens? They bring them back, and then he's how would he win then? Because I think they've turned them so much against. Sue, it comes. Oh no, it comes down to him and Kelly. I think Kelly is the truck driver. No, no, Kelly's the one with the bandana. Okay, the and I think they're chick. so against. I think Sue votes for Richard. I think the truck driver. It comes down to the truck driver, and she votes for Richard because she's turned against Kelly by that point. Because his alliance. Because Rudy, I know, gets voted the old. He, the, I think, the four alliance members are at the very end. I think it does come down to them. Like, whoa! The so plan. the alliance fully works. Yes, and then Rudy. There's a thing where they're there's a pole, and they're all holding on to it, and they, it's like an endurance thing. Who can? It's hold like on to hands pole. on a hard body. Yeah, and Rudy literally like. <laughs> it's like something like they're like, "What time is it, Rudy?" Like he looks at his. He doesn't get tired. He like scratches his head or something and that's how he loses and the whole rest of the time he's like I can't believe that was so dumb wait they tricked him by saying what time is it no he didn't trick him like he just like forgets and like I mean it must be like just your brain going no I mean it's a really amazing moment because it's not like he's been out there he somehow does it but it's not like he's it's he it's a totally dumb mistake and so at the very end when they bring him back all he can talk about is like I can't believe I took my hand off have you seen hands on the hard body yeah that is it's an amazing documentary. Yeah. That like and that's just for a truck, and that's just for a truck. But you know, a truck isn't just a truck, is it? Mm-hmm. But the the crazy thing to me was like, they're one of the guys like literally just eats butterfingers. Like mm-hmm. that's his like brain food for the thing. And you're like, you're gonna go, and it's like ninety degree Did heat. He win? No, he. I forget who wins, but um, and then there's also the one woman woman who's just listening to religious tapes the whole time and is like singing and you can see her going delirious and just laughing every hour, like just going crazy. And, um, 
it's sort of an insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, um, Survivor is now in season 37. According 37. To how many, how many seasons were you actually interested slash invested? I don't remember. I remember after this one, I watched the next season for sure. And I remember being impressed that they were able to like double Alliance and I feel like it kept I watched probably a few and there was like I was always imp- I was always like interested um, until I wasn't I don't know why I stopped I probably just it came on one year and I just was like I don't want this anymore in my life because it's a commitment yes but it never was because <laughs> I got bored all watching I mean you always get bored during the actual physical challenges I feel but other than that I was it I wonder if the people who made Survivor were bummed that the alliance, like when it first happened, the alliance is being like, we didn't even get one pure season. Right, right, like, but right. But it does oh, seem right, like yes. human, you know, because like, then where do you go from there? And then they did manage to keep, because the alliances were never, there was never a season of Survivor that didn't have alliances. It was unthinkable. That's so crazy. Yeah. I wonder, could there ever have been a pure? I don't know, because this happened so early in the season, too, so you don't even get the show. Well, it is also really interesting that you're saying that, because when you watch the show, basically, um, in the episode we watched, they they start the season with two different teams. Yeah. The whatevers yeah, and the yeah. Tagi <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah. And then in this episode, they combine them, and the, the alliance is outside of these two systems yeah. that they've already created. Um, but it is interesting seeing in this episode the people who aren't in the alliance are just unaware of it, yeah. which does seem crazy. Yeah, like yeah. because they're like, it's weird that four people voted <laughs> this person out last week. How did that happen? Yeah. But now it's such a built-in part of reality shows that, and then they catch on too late. Yeah. Because they have the idiot who votes alphabetically. So if they'd been able to like enlist him, what an idiot! I know. What type of person? First of all, uh, how did he? He straight it? up has a nipple ring. Yeah. Which not that all nipple ring wearers are idiots, but I think they might be. They might be, well, especially if you get one now. For sure, yeah. If you get one now, um, but he decides to vote out totally alphabetically, so that's basically just randomly. Yeah. Um, which you can't which win. Which seems that way. you can't win by playing a random game. But what is even your thought process? Like w- he doesn't want to make enemies, but he's so. But how would anyone know? He doesn't even. He doesn't even think he'd be able to lie. He just wants to play pure. Maybe. Like game of letting it. Maybe yeah. No strategy. He wants to play a strategy, strategy-free uh, survival Com- game. Competition. It's impossible. <laughs> um, all right. So we just talked about the nipple ring for a second. Yeah. Also, Jervis yeah. has a scorpion yeah. tattoo on his chest. And you were saying, when I pointed that out, you said simpler times. Yeah. Who just has a generic scorpion <laughs> on their track. That's like, it is a really weird... Well, it feels like from a time when you'd go to a tattoo parlor and there was like... Just point this to one a thing. P- there was only three. Options. Right, right. Like, definitely just point to a thing because everyone didn't have tattoos and they were just like, you either get this or you get the heart or you get the, like, girl. But I still can't quite wrap my head around the concept of like... I mean, I don't have any tattoos, but just going to a tattoo shop... And looking on the wall in the moment and being like, yeah, that one. Yeah. Especially if maybe if you had you were completely covered in tattoos and you're like, oh, I want that one. That looks cool. I want to add. Yeah, I want to add on to it. Like, fine, whatever. But if you only have like one tattoo, how can you just point to the wall and pick that? And it looks like you go into like it looks like a scorpion sticker. It looks it looks like a yeah, like a scratch, like one of those things like that you just peel off and onto your body. Yeah. How do you do that? Tattoo. 
I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, simpler times. Simpler really times. Does. But there's still people that do. I mean, like, there's still 100%. You, if you go into a tattoo shop, there's still those things on the wall. Those exist for a reason. I'm so fascinated by tattoos now with... Because it seems like such a rite of... It now seems like such a thing that if you're basic, you have to get... Like, the barriers that it is... Cro- cause I, I, I was... There was some random singer on Instagram who got her first tattoo, and she was just like this squeakiest clean girl and she just like it just seemed like everybody has the day that they go get it uh-huh. at some point you know and it, it it seems like it's been rendered completely meaningless even if you design it yourself but what so you're saying that instagram singer because you're, well, you're saying was, that like it's so unoriginal to have your first tattoo that it can actually be a real moment for you <laughs> is that what you're saying um i think it can be a real moment for some people but i think for mo- i think it's pretty uh, I think it's pretty automatic now. And this one was a weird one because it was it was like right in her arm here, and it was the shadow of two faces, but you couldn't tell. I think it was supposed, to be, it was supposed to be the silhouette. So if you looked at it a certain way, like kind of like, like a vase? kind of like that vase <laughs> thing. <laughs> but if you didn't know you were looking at an optical illusion, it looks just like squiggly lines, but like just on her arm randomly. But they don't wrap around or anything, and it just looks like. The rest hasn't, like, she's eventually, I guess, going to get sleep, but it was, it just looked crazy, and she was so, I I go, I don't even know how I found her. I saw, like, her boyfriend somehow, and then he was saying he You went into a wormhole. Yeah, a basicness, and, (laughs) um, and it just feels like so opposite of what it was originally meant to be. What, uh, the face image was, or tattoos? Tattoos. Tattoos. Um, the face, in, I mean, I wish I, I want to find it because it is a it really is crazy. It really looks, looks like she just drew lines on her, like half That's of her so arm. That's so stupid. Yeah. Um, because it's not as, like, as clear as the candle optical illusion that you're talking about. Like, it's way, it's way more left up to the imagination. I think, uh, yeah, I'd ha- if I ever got a tattoo, it would have to be the, um, Ugly witch slash beautiful woman. It has to be an optical illusion. Like, <laughs> like it has to be a game. It has to be a game. Yeah. Because if nothing else, you want <laughs> someone to be confused while looking yeah, at your yeah. tattoo. Well, then she, this girl achieved that. Um, let's talk about Greg for a minute. Greg is who was voted off in this episode. Yeah. Um, I would say... On a, I, 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 he was very frustrating and yeah, very yeah. annoying as a general existing person i find his video with his sister really interesting so i got a lot so <laughs> yeah like so I the entire again thing. the setup for that was that uh for the um rewards challenge they had to shoot a bow and arrow at a target and the closest person uh per, to the uh bullseye would get to watch a full video from uh whoever sent them a, a family member or a loved one and then would be able to create a video and send it back so greg who is a good looking white guy who you think may have me be a harvard i remember i feel like his bio is something like harvard so something ivy, some, ivy league something ivy league and um he wins, and uh, I guess we should describe the video that he gets, which is from his sister. Yeah, and she's like, and she's funny, quote unquote, funny, yeah. sort of funny voices, noises, sort of make like wacky, wa- like- wa- wacky gibberish yeah. i would say is that at least part of this thing that they showed us well i get like because i feel like i've known brothers and sisters like that and they definitely have 
Like I would, she's definitely funnier than he is. He and is he is supremely unfunny. Supremely unfunny. Thinks he's very funny, which is why he, part of why he's so hateful. Yes, because he's so smug and so superior to everyone, and not funny at all, and judging everyone. And so she at least is genuinely like the wacky sister. You know, like she's kind of got like a. Maria Bamford thing going, uh-huh, I would okay, say. Okay. I don't mean to, like, you know, like if I had to put if it in a category. Right, right, right. Um, and I feel, and and they and she's speaking this like gibberishy language that he like almost it, like twin language or yeah, something. It's only meant for him, and it the whole thing seems very clubby. And they watch it in front. He watches it in front of everyone else, which I can imagine if I was in the room, and by room I mean on the island, yeah, yeah. outdoors watching it, I'd be like, "Oh boy, yeah. like this is awkward. Like this is well, very it's so cringy. It feels like when you want to show your someone a movie that you think you like, and then you watch it with them, and you're like, but like, like five minutes in, you realize, like, oh yeah, uh, but he does it. He That's what's realize. so weird. Is so like he's showing this. He's basically he wants them to all see how funny his sister is and how special they're dynamic is but it's a super cringy thing to watch an extended version do you of. think if he didn't show that to everyone he wouldn't have been voted off no i think he was like <laughs> he being, was still primed yeah and i think they were worried about his um his the hook like his hold he had over colleen mm. and then and a the and, animal yeah um and his video back that he created for his sister oh, yeah. was very weird yes but in the way of like, he, Ugh. it was gross because he was talking about to her like everyone. I watched it with everyone, and everyone felt you in a certain way. And but it, the way he started saying it started getting sort of like oddly sort of sexual. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to make these. In, he was making sexual incest, innuendos, uh, inferals. Inferals. In, innuendos. In, in, no, inferring. Yeah, inferring. Yeah, is it incest. called inferals though? Yeah. Sure. Anyway, referrals. But not referrals. He was making though. a referral for incest. He was innuendos, and so then he, uh, he they weren't funny. And then when other people were like cringing about it, he was saying, "You guys don't know what funny is." He basically said, uh, like in an interview to camera, like, "I want to cross the line of funny and uncomfortable with yeah. incest jokes. I think that's funny. Who cares?" And yeah. you're just like, "All right, bro." Cool. He, I feel like, is someone they voted off if he because you just don't want to be around him. Anymore. Yes, he was. And then when he was voted off, he did like li, like oh, literal like actually one of the things that I just like hate yeah. of people, which is he voted off and he fake cried like oh I don't want to go and left. And what it reveals is like you are very upset. You are a true competitor. You you are very competitive, yeah. and you lost, yeah. and you can't admit that you actually are upset. So you are masking it with this. Not only is it just fake crime, but it's annoying and it's yeah. so over the top yeah, that yeah. it makes you want to like like hurt yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know, yeah. He was, and he was, and he was mocking them for caring. Yes. When clearly he cared. He cared. Yeah. He and cared he so thought much. he was going to win because he was so much, he thought he was so much smarter than them. I wish though, did they show a exit interview with him? Oh, I don't know. I feel like we, they yeah. didn't and that Wouldn't is something. Did past the credits though? Oh, do they, maybe they did do I turn off too cool? I'm not sure. They probably do that. They definitely do that in The Bachelor. I'm not sure if they do exit interviews for this. Shit, did I, try. did I cut it off? You can see. Should I, Pause the recording for a second while we try it. A 
twist of fate that maybe some didn't expect and some, well, some did. An excellent game, well manufactured. I harbor no resentment for any of you who voted for me, against me, or otherwise. I feel like it's probably a pretty darn good time. Thanks, guys. All right, so we we just we just went, and we we it. watch it and we actually did miss the exit interview and it was just as obnoxious yeah, as because he did a voice yeah he did like a like a Richard like a Attenborough gal- uh, like oh, a thought, oh. oh what did he what were you, like was he was like Gollum <laughs> Gollum no it was like a British he's like it was a well fought fight that's Gollum to you Gollum. no that's totally not Gollum. <laughs> Maybe Smeagol, but not Gollum. Um, but yeah, that further solidified that he is because he couldn't even, in that moment, comment in a real way on the experience. No, he's a psychopath. He's a psychopath, and I'm sure he went on to be no nothing. Well, my guess was that at the very least he tried to do stand up afterwards. I feel like I think it was a little bit before before that. you could sort like, of parlay that's the thing it into is he definitely career. would. Yes, try to do stand up now, but I think that was before that, and it was before. Yeah. All right. Now you are, I would say, um, I don't know if the word kind of sort, but you're very aware of this type of show and stuff. Although I don't watch a lot of reality TV. You, well, I was going to ask you if you've ever interacted with a reality, um, either met a reality star or in any context, or because I feel like that would be fascinating for me I, would to see you interact with a reality. Uh-huh. Star. I, you know, I, well, first, I'm really not much of a reality show person. I have met Donald Trump. <laughs> so Wait, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. When did you meet Donald Trump? My aunt. Ugh, my How aunt have I never, never heard of It's not this. even like much. It's just a weird, it's just a weird, strange memory in like rattling in my brain. My aunt and my uncle uh, used to like have roller skating rinks and then they um, uh, ended up like owning or running woman's rink in um, New York, in Central Park, does an ice skating rink. Oh, right. Okay. And so they had roller skating rinks in California. Gotcha. And then they somehow were involved in that rink, that Central Park roller skating rink, I mean, ice skating rink, and Donald Trump owned that. He, and, wow. Like, and so when I was like a kid, I went to New York and I was at woman's rink and Donald Trump was there and I remember them introducing me to him and shaking his hand like on the ice skating rink that's wait he was ice skating no he was there like checking out his property or something but and you were on the ice skating rink when you shook like, his hand probably I was ice skating and then I probably like went to I no but I think it was close so I think I was on the ice skating rink I remember in my mind could be a false memory but in my mind I was on the ice skating rink and he was and when we that's where I met him I would venture to say you're one of only a few people who have met him while standing on ice. That's <laughs> true. Isn't that it possible? That fitting the... for his. It is possible. But isn't that crazy? At the end of this episode, it says a Mark Burnett production. Yeah. He produced uh, the Apprentice. The Apprentice. Uh-huh. He's sort of responsible. responsible for Donald. In a way, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he's, he's the reason so, that he... he's that he is president of the United States. But he played a role. But I do think it's he he's a reason because I he mean, also I, think, I feel like has the ability to end the presidency as well. Yeah, well, if he because if if he tapes, releases tapes, I think The Apprentice is why Donald Trump won. Like at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's the fame from all the, the show. Stuff, yes. the racism, sexism, everything is all there. But I think the real reason 
the re- real the, reason the, he ha- he's in the in the our cultural consciousness yeah. as much as he is is because yeah. of the apprentice like, like the vote the number of votes eventually like just were like celebrity yes and um so yeah I, yeah and i've never watched the apprentice and I feel, and I also do feel because he's president, glad that I never watched much reality TV. Like, I do think, I wish it had stopped here. I'm trying to think of what, if I've ever been, I watched a couple seasons of Real World and a couple seasons of Road Rules probably in my teen years. Yeah. And then have recently been into Terrace House. And I've watched a smattering of things here and there. But besides for that, I don't think I've really, I've never gotten into, and maybe I watched like, what was that show, Joe Millionaire? Well, I watched that. Yeah, that but, was, but that was that was, that was, that was, was when like there was still thing. that's when there was still like what we're talking about with this and like who wants to be a millionaire? A like everyone has to watch this thing. I literally went to a screening of the finale at a theater in Chicago, a movie theater in Chicago of Joe Millionaire. Yeah, like, Wait, is that the one where he ended up not being really a? It was millionaire? a fake one where they yeah they wasn't he wasn't really a millionaire. It was didn't, one that, it was the about humiliating women. That, did that audience know the whole time? The audience knew and the women did not. That is fucking it's crazy. crazy. And it's crazy that we all were complicit. By watching it. Yeah. And what happened when they revealed that? But here's the thing. Here's the thing with that premise that is so flawed is if you're saying it's all based on their personality and if the winner – basically you're saying um, the competition is to marry a millionaire and then you're confronted at the end with the fact that you're marrying a guy – who is the same person you knew, but is not the millionaire? Yeah, because at the end, wasn't it you had to marry them? Well, I don't know if you, you have to, but you can but that say was like, you have to like you have to declare whether your money matters to you more than love. Right, but it's still a relationship based on a full lie, yeah, so yeah. it's not like it's just money. Yeah, it's yeah, like, then, like it's not yeah. at the end. It's like oh, between someone having money and someone having mo- not having money, it's between someone having money and someone who lies about having yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. But you but if you say you don't love him, that means that somehow you're the bad guy. Yeah, but the basis of your relationship is a, a lie. full lie. Yeah. Well, also Wait, the, didn't they get married? I think they ended Wait, up is there I, someone named Darva Congers? Are you just, Is that <laughs> her? just a made up I on no, the show? No, th- yeah, that's isn't that the woman? I don't remember anything. I barely remember Joe Millionaire's name, but I do know that I think they end up she ends up saying she likes him anyway. Yes, right? I think that's what it was, and they then really they I, and they did get married. I, I never, re- I usually don't look stuff up, but the name when you're taping. Yes. Okay. How do you know that name. Here we go. Darva Conger is a former emergency department nurse who, in 2000, was selected as the winner of the reality television show Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire. How did I remember that name? Wait, who wants to marry a millionaire? Yeah, is that what we're talking about? Oh, Joe Millionaire. Okay, Darva Conger was... Oh, so Joe Millionaire was the fake one. Yeah. And who wants to marry a millionaire was the real one. But that's... Maybe you remember that name because when you were doing your who Mm. wants to be a millionaire. No, I think it's just because it was such a memorable name. But isn't that crazy? In 1999-2000, there was who wants to be a millionaire, Survivor, and who wants to marry a millionaire... That ninety nine two thousand was sort of the creation yeah, of yeah. that idea yeah, of yeah. like of a million dollars being. Uh, be, uh, first of all, they decided on the amount that year. Yeah, that, <laughs> they were that's like, like this the, is going to be the amount that changes people's lives. Yes, exactly. And we're never going to yes. change it from there. And um, but they, that it, yeah. and that it's used as like on a reality show yeah. that that's just the the given. And I think it was at that time just so much money. 
Well, that's what, yeah, that's what also has changed because now it doesn't seem. I know somehow I don't ever believe because no one's life seems to be changed by the money. That like I, I somehow it almost feels like they never get the money at the end. Like after all these years of living with reality shows, does anyone seem like, you, like we their don't, lives are we different don't know. because they become become millionaires or because of you everything mean because else? of like is there an example of someone who's won this show whose life has changed and we know about it? Just because of money. I mean, first of all, now I'm just like, will they get like a hundred thousand dollars right after taxes? Sure, <laughs> like, yeah, nothing probably. seems real, right? And then. I just like it's it. I guess I never heard of anyone like leaving one of these shows and buying a house or something. Right. Like if they just were like calmly explained to me where the money went, I right. would watch these shows differently. Right. But now I'm just like they just decided on that amount in 1999, 2000. They've never changed it, and it doesn't ever feel like a real goal. Yeah. Even this, because to me, Richard's goal is like the king that he becomes, and like and the perfect thing of him like not paying taxes and not having any money in the real world afterwards. Like I think it's it solidified my feeling that the money never mattered. Right, like Richard's life never got better by being a millionaire. It was the best on the island. In fact, it made his life worse. Only because he left. If he had stayed on the island forever, he would have been perfect. <laughs> That's the whole thing. That is what lost it. Like you just have to never leave the island. Right. God, he should have stayed. Do you think he's like catching his own fish in the real world? No, but I think what I'm saying is that he has the – I think you're right. It's that it's in a small scale – but do you think – okay, for example – lives to much other people in real life. But here's the thing. Wouldn't he – in this context, like you're saying, he's only good on the island and he's – like and there's the time frame and all that stuff. But wouldn't that cross over to like – college also or like his or like like in high school wouldn't he have been like king shit as well because there's an end date well i think he was a late bloomer and (laughs) no because in high school you're the person that you were in junior high that you just have to then go into high school you know the same people like you don't ever you don't always you don't get a new start and so and you're comparing your lives to other people always this one this one he gets to be like he's Greg was the guy who was popular in high school for some reason Ugh. horribly because he was surrounded well, by I other Greg because he's yeah he's Greg of yeah course, but he's also surrounded that. by other Gregs right. Richard wasn't and so now Richard gets to take everything he's learned from real life the way that he felt stomped on same way that Locke why wasn't Locke more like the the leader that he was in real life that he is in the, in right. the show Lost it's because like you get to take all the way you don't have to like the way that you define yourself on day one of the island is how you are throughout the rest of the time like Jenna is crying about being a single mom like that's her identity the whole time right. and it's like a weak thing right. Richard got there and made a decision and what I find incredible is that he made a decision in a vacuum there was no such thing as a reality show way to be and he somehow knew he's a genius it's incredible I, <laughs> I really think it's interesting I don't think I think he's only a genius on, there on, on the yeah. show well, I think everyone obviously. has their place but he and he I think he has appeared on other reality shows yeah, too yeah. since then he was on Biggest Loser and all this stuff yeah, and sure. like God that's such a bummer like, well I never like that's why I never like I think everyone when they like have their perfect thing they should just never try to replicate that so what does that look like to you for him? Just I just live my own life. I'm going to be like, oh, it's so upsetting. Uh, uh, for him to do Survivor, when Marvel had that he pulled it off, feel good about that. Come home and inv- pay the taxes, invest the money, send his kid to college, like, do, like live a like, normal life. Like 
Well, and, like no, build but, off, but build, build off, off the of confidence this confidence that he got from the island, right. but not like in a snaky way, and like, not trying to le- relive it or anything, yeah. but just trying to take the positiveness of the experience yeah. only. Yeah. Well, he was duplicitous on the island in order to get the money, but it doesn't mean you have to keep like not paying taxes after. Right. Like, he learned the wrong lesson. Like to me, you should have found the inner confidence that you like executed the plan he doesn't like to him when he talks about the fish he doesn't understand that the fish is such a cool thing to be doing we couldn't believe it but he's just like using that as a tactic when actually he should have been like that's so awesome that i that i like, can do like, this <laughs> like just captured fish so you with my think bear. but he but if he was thinking only in like oh i'm cool because i can do catch fish and that's cool yeah. maybe he wouldn't have won no he had to have the alliance the alliance is important but you have to understand he had to realize that the alliance suited was the ends to the means to get the money but then he could have gone into the real world and taken the positive lessons of like catching the fish instead yeah but the, but the positive lesson that led him to win is being a snake strategizing so you're saying he has to I replicate mean, he- being strategic <laughs> But not in the same way that he was strategic on the island. He has to. He was a leader. He did stay loyal to his alliance till the end. But the whole time in the back of his head, he was, I'm a snake winner. Well, no. The whole time he was saying, I'm going to be the guy that wins. So he was actually honest the whole time. And like Greg, who was fake crying. Right. Like Richard from the very. They all knew that one person was going to win. So he stuck to his plan. But part of his personality on the island is, I'm a backstabber. No, part of the personality on the island was I'm the guy who's going to win. Yes, but the way that he played it out was by lying at the council at the end yeah. where they said, is there an alliance and he, yeah. or how do you vote? And he said, oh, I just vote by my heart or That's whatever true. annoys me. So he's yeah. winning by lying. Yeah. So, you're, I mean, your hope for him as a human being, <laughs> which I get, yeah. is that he learns from the island to be the best version of himself. But the best version of himself that leads him to win is being an, a, a backstabber. So how, how is it possible because there for was, him? Because there were two best versions. Because there was the best version that was catching the fish, effective strategist, loyal to his alliance, and right. natural leader. But, but and, be, the man behind that is saying, I'm going to win. And that's the only reason that I can catch these fish. The snakes shed their skin. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's true. Is there any – like, is there a version of that that we've seen before? Like, is there a version of someone who's, like, won one of these things and we were like, oh, I still like that person? Do you know what I mean? Like, or not even a competition. Like, is there, like, a um, the situation or Polly, whatever his name is, from Jersey Shore that when they leave and they're like, oh, they actually turned out to be a normal, not just in front Top of the... Top Chef will have some of those. Top okay. Chef has normal people. Oh, yeah, who actually just yeah. build restaurants yeah, and yeah, yeah. are good chefs. Yeah, and yeah, and they're not always the winner. Sometimes they're the winner, sometimes they're not the winners, and they just... But like... I think that is based on the fact, maybe I'm wrong, is that being a chef is a full-on skill. yeah beyond also just being a good chef to run a kitchen and stuff, you have to have a lot of different skills that work together. So they have, it's like a, it's like a full person. Do you know what I mean? Like to be good at it, you have to be like a a person coming into it. They weren't like Richard who's like, his skills align to only like yes, again. Exactly. I, I really think he, his, his, he's he's never going to be a better version of himself than he is on the island. And God. I know that wasn't even a good person, but it was the it was an effective version of Richard Hatch. Now, if Richard is listening now, what yeah. would you say to him now? Twenty eighteen, seeing this now, what would you say to him? 
It'd be so hard because he's going to have to undo so much in his head at this point. Like, he's made so many mistakes. Like, I don't even know if he could ever get back. I mean, he's tried to get back there. He's done other reality shows trying to get back to that version of himself. And obviously he couldn't have stayed because <laughs> they no. probably wouldn't have let him on the island forever. But I just, he's going to have to believe. He's going to have to go towards the light. Just yes, the Richard just go towards the light if you're listening. Yeah. Now here's my question: is because now we're talking about it, which is in real world. Originally, it wasn't about the branding and the jumping off your career and all that bullshit that it is now. It was purely about money. <laughs> um, but he did go back to do other episodes, uh, other shows. Uh, Richard Hatch. Oh, yeah. He went did Biggest Loser. And I think some other ones here and there. What percentage of him was going back for money yeah. in your head, and what percentage was going back for the fame and the the that aspect? All of it, of it was about getting to this version of himself again. You think what? I, I know it. I know it because he does, he. It's just like it's so. You mean you think he's going back to recapture the best moment of his life? Not just the best moment, the best version of Ver- himself. Well. It's not just mm-hmm. not just reliving the best moment. It's like how do I become that person again? Because he, it's just it's so elegant how he did it. It's it if you watch it all, you're just like. It just, it, he he does everything he sets himself on the path to do, and I feel that his everything just got so messy afterwards. Right now, and that is hard to undo. Until yeah, if if he because we were talking about our perfect life for Richard now, <laughs> yeah. which was you think he should be a snake that sheds his skin. Yeah. Uh, or live a normal life based off of the, not a normal life, but use that nest egg as a jumping off point to live his best life. I want it to be like in movies when they have one more heist in them, and then they get to go and escape and be like a right, like and a, then like they, 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 like, they and but then there's they, always a sequel. No, not well, in old movies. They used to not be a sequel. Like okay. if Robert De Niro had gotten away in Heat, I, that's what I wanted to be for right. Richard Hatch. So what if he won? Made the money. We don't know what he did with the money, but he starts touring, being the guy who says, "Be your own survivor." If he is that a bad version of oh, because Richard? That becomes so much about branding. That's about branding. No, I no. Wanted- but what if it isn't about branding? What if it's? I mean, it, I guess it is. Yeah, it, how it could is. it not be? I wanted to be pure. I wanted him to live a. I wanted him to live a sensible life where he got the money, he bought a house, paid his mortgage. T- to, um, payments on time every month. Put money aside for the kid. <laughs> right. Like, like uh, the kids happy to bring their significant other to right. meet their dad. Like, I just wanted it to be like quiet and good, and then they can like relive this and be like, he watch did, it, he did it, what watch it, took it went, yeah. in order to provide for you. And it's so cool. You can catch fish. Maybe he has like a pond in his. Maybe they. Oh, like his, something yeah. that's like a. Uh, um, the opposite of foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Backshadowing yeah. where it all came from. Yeah, yeah. He has a koi pond yes, where koi once pond, a year but, yeah. he, he kills one of the fish. <laughs> I don't know if it's good to kill koi fish, but yes. No, he murders yeah. the one fish in front of his son. That would something. That would be... Uh, I feel like that would be a good way for him to put his energy... He could have become a surfer. I just... They're just. I just feel like there could have been... There was a healthier path forward. Mm. But now it got so messy and he's... The fact that he's made me forever lose faith in like the money being a good thing for any of these people, the damage has been done already for me and the way I see these things. I just think he should have stayed there. Should have stayed on the island. 
Yeah. The per- so now you're re you're rewriting your perfect version of him. No, that- no, no, no. My perfect history has always been he stay on the island. I thought you meant oh, okay, he had okay. to get you off. Practice, well, first, per- per- my perfect vision is that he always gets to stay there, and it becomes like that's lost. His, like that's actually lost. becomes lost. But I think he. Um, but if he had to leave, I think it just had to be like I did what it took, and now I'm going to. Um, I I got I I I have this, and now I'm going to try to like take the. Um, to learn the tools it necessary to not be a snake anymore. And now you've already said to the current version of Richard Hatch, walk into the light. Yeah. If you could say something to your perfect version of Richard Hatch, who's still on the island, oh. what would you say to that? <laughs> what would you say I don't know if he needs any advice from me. I feel like he has But what, then what out. would you want him to say to you? <laughs> mm, what would I learn? I really think his like... I like his strategic mind, and I like that he's got a plan, <laughs> yeah. and I like the idea of being one step ahead, because I feel like I'm not good at that. Like, yeah. when I play Mafia, I, I'm really not a very good strategist. When I once played a game of, what's the difference? Mafia. Whatever, one of yeah. those, and I, 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 like, luckily my good friend is still a good friend, but I, I stabbed him in the back very hard. I mean, I lied straight yeah, yeah. to his face. Like bold face or bald face lie, just looked him in the eyes and said, "It's not me. It's not me." I and I, I really that. sold it. Yeah. So I'm good person. I'm not a bad person. Yeah, you're a good person. I like. I, I was really impressed by people who were able to oh, do that when I was lie. watching. What? So you're. Yeah. you're so I, I got lied to by my friend Max. Yeah. He, he lied. Did that entire, change the way you thought? No, of I was so impressed. Like he and the whole time kept. We were like we were the alliance, and I thought, oh, it was. I it was masterful. I was. It was just great. But. I can um, convince myself that I'm not werewolf or mafia. Like, I can convince... like I. If you know I, how to lie to yourself. Yeah, in order to then convince other people, right. but I'm not good at the strategy part. So that's what I like. Uh. I like that he has it all mapped out. And also, like, he doesn't like Greg in this episode. We can get behind that. And then really, right, in the end, yes, all yeah. he does is he goes down to his four members, and then he picks them off one by one. It's, Before we end here, yeah. what... If you were in this season, yeah. Uh, let's just say nipple ring guy wasn't in this season, okay. and, and it was you. Yeah, and I'll, then we'll do me. Yeah. What week would you get voted off? Mm. Well, let's see. This is about halfway through. They, they have fifteen more days. It's a little bit more than ha- it's more than halfway. Through. Mm. Well, I think. Because in the beginning they were voting off leaders, and I don't think I would have come across as a leader at first. You don't think you would have come no. off? Okay. I think I would have been more like um, they would have thought I was like bumbling. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would have let you in for a little bit longer. Yeah, unless I was like too opinionated. <laughs> um, I don't think I would have. I don't think. I don't think they would have. I would have become part of the alliance. So I think I would have been voted off. Like. Two episodes from this one. Two episodes before, or two episodes after. after. Okay, no, yeah. I think that I, yeah. I sort of agree. And then, yeah. what would your role on the island be like mm. in terms of like some guy was Richard caught the fish, Rudy oh. cooked it. What would you? What would be? Mm. Oh, I'm like a really good like Sherpa. Oh, so like I like to care, carrying I stuff? carry stuff. I'm actually real, and I have a lot of like endurance for that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. What week do you think I would be voted off? Um, On this season, instead, I'm I'm there instead of nipple guy. Okay. I would 
I would tend to guess around what you're saying so as well. Yeah, Probably like so two too. episodes yeah. after. Yeah. But I feel I really don't know what my I think I would be on the island. I don't know what my role would be in terms of cooking all that. So I feel yeah. like I would sort of be like, I hate this doesn't isn't a very positive thing, but like. This is what we should do, like planner uh, guy. Yeah, like, yeah. like, why oh, I don't we? You meant physical. No, I don't. Oh. Yeah, but I, I don't think I would carry my weight physically. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. And to I, yeah, and I would be more like, um, why don't we maybe build over here or something? You know, I I'd think be like, I would be good at making like, like when Jenna was crying, I'd be a good comforter mm. actually, which is hard because then you have to be strategic about that. But I think I would actually be good at. Um, a good comforter and confidant. Confidant. I but think I... But a sincere I, one, not like an alliance. Well, I might be like Jervis, who he said he's sort of like the play funny. cards, the yeah, funny yeah, yeah. guy, but then they were racist against him, and they <laughs> and they painted that as like a negative thing. <laughs> well, he also brought card, which seemed to me the one of the most practical things. Yes, bring, exactly. Like, it's a game. Like, of course you want to be playing. Yes, so that, that, that will literally make the days much easier yeah. than anything and else. And they made it seem like he was such a fool for that. Yeah. Wait, so does everybody bring their one of their own things? I feel like they do. I feel like they all bring... I'm not sure the rules if you get more than one thing, but you definitely get at least one What would one be your thing. one thing? Mm, well, not on my dog. I don't get a ring on Papa. You can't bring your dog now. Do I get a video from a papa? Does a papa get a That can't me? be your one thing. That could <laughs> be the thing that you watch. Award? Yes, definitely. <laughs> uh, that would be great. Um, let's see. The one thing I would bring. Well, this is before I... I guess people... I mean, I'd bring an iPhone <laughs> if I mm. could. But... Um, this is a good question because actually I have an empty apartment right now, so I've really been wondering what like, we What need. are the essentials? Like, because there's so few things that are needed. Cards is a really good one. Cards I think, is really good because you can like you don't get bored. There's so many different. Yeah, like games you can't bring play. a book because you'll finish the book and yeah. you're done with the book. You could bring like Infinite Jest. Yeah, but then you won't be enjoying yourself. It's too daunting. Like you be, it just feels like if you read Infinite Jest, it's more of a challenge than a, yeah, of true. like I'm I'm enjoying reading a book. Could be I would bring um, one of my Claudia Wells autograph oh, pictures. Recent, yeah. I think I'd bring a ping ping pong paddles and a ball. That's a really good idea. Yeah, that's what I think. Like they or a frisbee or like a, even like, like I think ping pong because I think they wouldn't count. They wouldn't be like one. You get they, you don't get one. Well, card. you would want the beach you, version of that, like the with the harder ball. What's the beach version? Because uh, ping pong paddles, you need a ping pong table. But you could build the, one. No, that's insane. You could. My friends have. On an island? Yeah. You take the netting from Richard's thing. You take some like... Wo- Door? You need like a flat, you need a flat piece of wood. You get the, the beach version, which is bigger paddles and a sort of rubbery, heavier ball. And it's more of a paddle game. It's like it, badminton though? Mm, it's, it's, it's fun. I want ping pong though. I'm sorry. You can't bring ping pong. <laughs> well, if I can't... I don't want to bring volleyball or something. A hammock. Hammock is a good idea. But they had a hammock because one of them was lying in one. Where? When? Um, one of the women, one, oh. one of the women was in a red one. Hmm. I don't, I would not bring her Frisbee. I don't think that would be that fun. That's your loss. Um, yeah. Um, well, I thank you so much for coming. Did you, were you disappointed? I mean, what? In the show. No, it was great. I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, the physical challenges were boring and yeah. I was like, how does this make sense? But yeah. all the other stuff was great. Though it's like, why? I can't watch these shows for real. Like, I couldn't watch an episode of Big Brother. No. 
Um, do you have Although anything? I, I could watch. Um, is Big Brother with celebrities? I don't know what. Like I was just reading about like Stephen Baldwin the other day, and like Ugh. I'm like, I just can't believe. I feel like there's a whole world of really trashy Ugh, things that I'm just like. Well, well, what's her name's in Big Brother right now, isn't she? Oh, what's her name? Like the woman who worked for Trump. Yeah. Like I was, I was tried to be interested in yeah. that, like in theory, and I was like, I can't it's even. Too gross. Yeah. It's too gross. Yeah. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug, or anything you'd like to say directly into the ears of the listeners of this podcast? He's already had to listening. He could be. I mean, we already talked to him. I do hope he finds some happiness. He's gonna have to like. Just pretend like none of the none stuff of it went wrong, yeah, or that we're right. If it's going to like, he has to rewire his brain. Yeah. Um, I already plugged a mystery show and search party. Search party two is is that is it still available? Season two? Yeah, remember it was available. I don't know. It's I, oh, I probably might not be able to say something. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I think you plugged everything I've ever done. Cool. Um. Well, I thank you so much for coming to my apartment. Do you want to plug something? Um, yeah. Why don't you guys listen to this podcast oh. and pass it on to friends? Yeah. And watch um, watch good TV. Yeah. Thank you so much, Starly. You're welcome, Craig. <laughs> Thank you so much to Starly Kine, my uh, guest, uh, for watching Survivor with me. And uh, again, uh, please check out the Girls Are Calling Woohoo screening January 24th at Dynasty Typewriter uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, go to DynastyTypewriter.com for tickets. And um, yeah, this is a one-off episode for now. And uh, hopefully I'll be back in the not too, 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 too distant future with other episodes. This podcast, yeah, it's sort of dead, but is it? Is anything really dead if you you talk about it and you love it and you bring it into your heart and you spread the word? Nothing's dead. Nothing dies. We're all just floating around in this blue marble we call planet Earth. You know, and um, that's what this show is about. That's what this podcast was about. It was about love and and philosophy and, and TV. So, um, yep, listen to the backlog. Uh, hit me up on twi- Twitter at Craig Rowan or uh, watch all the Girls Are Calling Woohoo uh, clips individually on uh, at Craig Rowan on Instagram. But then come to the screening because it's going to be very insane and very fun with maybe a surprise or two. So thanks so much for listening and adios, amigos. Amigos. <laughs>